Bring It On is a public affairs program exploring the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American communities in South Central Indiana and beyond. Bring It On is a forum for the people, by the people, produced by an independent team of volunteers working at the studios of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and financially supported by listeners like you. Right, and welcome to Bring It On, a multiple award-winning program celebrating over 12 years as Indiana's only weekly community radio show committed to exploring the people, issues, and events impacting African Americans. Good evening. I'm Leela Randall, and in today's broadcast, you'll also hear our perspective on what's relevant in African American world of news and local events of interest, all in the next hour on Bring It On. But first, on April 22nd at 8 p.m., the renowned Soul Review will host a spring concert at the Buzzkirk Chumley Theater. If you can't wait until April 22nd, they will be in concert for the 21 and over crowd this coming Thursday night at 8 p.m. at Bluebirds at Bluebirds Nightclub, located at 216 North Walnut Street here in Bloomington. While on the surface, this may sound like just another performing group displaying the craft in B-Town. If you look closer, you'll learn that these are actually Indiana University students from the African American Arts Institute enrolled in a course for college credit. Since this course was founded in 1971, many have been mesmerized as they listen, groove, and dance to the soulful sounds of America's first and finest collegiate popular music ensemble. The review will bring you back to black popular music from the 1960s, Motown, Stax, Philly, through the present, capturing a range of emotions from love to Let's Party. Directing this premiere ensemble is Professor Crystal Talaferro, a revered vocalist and instrumentalist. She is a native Gary of Gary, Indiana. She first began performing R&B at a local nightclub at the age of 11. So they let you in at 11, girl. Yeah, she, at- she, she attended IU where she became a member of the IU Soul Review and studied under the tutelage of Dr. James Mufford. Crystal earned her big break in 1986 while performing in a local band called Kilo. Her skills impressed John Mellencamp so much that he invited her to join his own band on tour. Through her hard work, she then received an invitation to join the Billy Joel Band in 1989. Since then, she's enjoyed extensive success as a performer, touring with the likes of John Mellencamp, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen, Faith Hill, Brooks and Dunn, and a host of other widely successful artists and groups. Crystal joins us now to talk about her first year as director of the IU Soul Review, her stellar career in the entertainment field, and what the future may hold for this performing ensemble. <coughs> Professor Talia Farrell, welcome to Bring It On. Thank you. Well, is, it, is it Talia Farrell or Talia Farrell? Or Talia Farrell? Or Talia Farrell Pratt? It's Talia Farrell. Okay. Talia Farrell. <laughs> okay. 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 That's what I thought. Okay. Yes. Now we got that clear. Okay. Go ahead. Well, so many places to start. I know we, we were talking earlier, and, and when I saw that 11 years old, and we were talking a little bit about your your background growing up, music. Where did the bug come from? How did you first get started? And just let's let's start at the story at the very beginning. Well, I mean, we, I, my parents, I mean, my mother and my father, they both came from a musical family. But I would probably say my mother's side was probably more influenced on that side. Uh, she had 15 siblings, um, and they all played instruments. Uh, my mom, my uh, my mom played keyboards and. My grandmother played piano in the church, and my mother sang, and you know, so it was always music going around the house. My grandfather played guitar and harp, and you know, my grandmother played piano. So there was always music going around, you know, some somewhere, someplace in the house. So we all picked up on instruments. So you are now the director of IU Soul Review. How did that come about, and what are your feelings about being the director? Wow. Um, I didn't expect it, actually. It just kind of happened. Um, Dr. Sykes called me one day last year, uh, last summer, uh, end of summer, actually, and uh, invited me to come out. And uh, <laughs> it just kind of happened all of a sudden, like maybe exactly, what, maybe two weeks before the first day of class, approximately something like that. And uh, I just kind of grabbed the horns and just jumped in both feet and and said, well, okay, let's do this. Um, Something just told me I needed to go ahead and do this, and I'm glad I did, so. 
I'm having a great time. Well, I know at the Spring Ensemble, they were jamming. You had them really, <laughs> really tight. Uh, but, you know, you come from the road dealing with professionals. Yeah. And now you come back to a classroom where you're <laughs> dealing with youngsters. You know, you're a mom, you're a teacher. What's that experience been like dealing with the youth? Oh, wow. That was a trip. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you think to yourself, you go, okay, yeah, well, this would be, you know, this is cool. But then when you actually get in there and you're in the classroom and you say, okay, wait a minute. Okay, I'm dealing with real people, you know, I mean, with emotions and feelings and lives and stories, you know. Uh, you're having office hours, you know, and and you're having lectures and they're they're in your your office and they're telling you there's you know, what's going on in their lives and you are listening to all of this and they're going, oh, this is real, you know. And all of a sudden you go, you know, my life is my life is okay, you know. And you're, I'm doing okay, you know what I mean? And it just gives you a whole nother perspective, you know. Uh, this is higher learning actually is this I'm actually learning more about myself by being here with these students so it's just a great experience right now for myself you've worked with lots of major <coughs> recording artists mm -hmm. and some have been good and some have been bad so could you tell <laughs> us about the really good ones because you know when I think about work I think about you know, some give me those warm and fuzzy feelings, and then some feelings like I, I, I'm glad I did it, but I'm glad I'm out of it. So, mm -hmm. what was your best experience with a performer, and what was your worst? Wow, do we have to go there? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If you, don't, if you don't, if you don't want, if you don't, <laughs> she's like, did you keep it real? That's my girl. Okay, what do we do? That's what we do. We keep yeah. it real. Okay, well, let's start with the uh, the best. Okay, wow, they were all darn good i mean i was blessed and uh and i say this because it, it was a special uh time in my life i call it a ride uh been on a very long roller coaster ride uh since 19 well i can start back and say 1981 uh my roller coaster ride actually started uh as soon as i graduated out of high school mm -hmm. um and uh it's been phenomenal uh, if I had to live my life over again, I'd do it the exact same way. I mean, if, even from the time I started started my pledging at, mm -hmm. at Delta Sigma Theta, I mean, here at Gamma Nu. I had, <laughs> I, I, okay, you did that, not me, okay? Yes, I did. <laughs> See, I'm going to get in trouble, okay? I would get my hands. I, 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 I yes, you don't sir. be doing that, Okay, Lina. anyway. <laughs> got to represent. <laughs> so anyway, but... um. Uh, yeah, so, but I guess the best, <clears throat> you see, the best experience, okay, I'm just going to touch a little bit on each one because they all had their attributes, okay? Mellencamp, okay, we can start there, okay? Mellencamp, okay, awesome, okay? I learned so much about discipline, you know, um, about being on time, Okay. When we tell that story, I was reading that. That, that, that put a smile on my face because you're just starting you, out. I know that had to be a, hey, a shock. Hey, hey, shock to the system, baby. Okay, all right. Being on time is late. I mean, you know, come a little earlier, you know what I mean? Uh, just showing up at, at 3 o'clock, that's, that's late pretty much. Um, so I learned a lot about just being on time uh, through him and, and the discipline about rehearsing. You know, he was a rigorous, uh, you know, enforcer about rehearsal. Uh, and what that did was it prepared me for the rest of my career. And unknowingly, you know, <clears throat> um, it, he, he would rehearse eight hours, you know, a day for like 30 days, you know, before a show. Uh, and, you know, by the time we hit the stage, there was no time to think about what we we're going to do. You just, you know... All you did was dream about what the possibilities of what you could create, you know, and that was a beautiful place to be, you know, because you already knew what you're gonna do, you know, you're already confident. Your 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 um your confidence level was you know on a, on a on a, on a hundred, you know, you were ready to go. Now all I did was at night I would dream about, hey, can I flip over his head, you know, on a, you know, running across the stage. You think about the impossible, you know, uh -huh. and you do these things. Uh -huh. You know, and it happens. And that's what I did. Huh. <laughs> I was actually running across the stage and jumping and flipping over his head. I mean, literally. <laughs> Look at the video clips. <laughs> so, I mean, it, you know, that was a, a great place to be. And then eventually after, you know, while, you know, I was in his backyard learning, you know, he was teaching me about, you know, songwriting because he asked me, you know, what do you want to do? So I, I want to sit down and, and, and uh, start 
you know, thinking about our songwriting. So that's what we did for a little bit, you know. And so let's go on, move fast forward a little bit to, uh, what, we go to uh, Joe Cocker. Okay, let's go to Joe Cocker. Okay, well, Joe Cocker, <coughs> what did I learn from Joe Cocker? That he was one of the most soulful white guys, you know, I had ever met, you know, and just a hard to go, um, and she's work ethic, like a beast. Um, I mean, those guys work, you know. Now you've mentioned something a couple of times about the work ethic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of youngsters and heck, mm-hmm. a lot of adults, we mm-hmm. see the glitz, we see the glamour, we see mm-hmm. that stage performance, mm-hmm. but the work that goes behind it, one thing that you've, a common theme is hard work, Lots of practice. It just yeah. doesn't happen overnight. Uh, well, see, that's that's the blessing I believe that you know that, that I got from those guys, the old school. They work. They rehearse. You know, they work all the time. You know what I mean? Um, there was there was no excuse. They showed up on time for rehearsal and they rehearsed. Okay, there was no showing up late. Now, you know? if, if you showed up late, you what got would happen? Got, like- you got fine. I mean, James Brown did it. Everybody, did. <laughs> everybody did it. Ray Charles, everybody, you mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got fine, <laughs> and I got fine. I thought that was unfair because I changed the tire. I had a flat tire. I had a legitimate excuse. <laughs> so I had oil all over me. I changed the flat tire. So oh, I was so happy because I changed my first flat tire. I was only twenty minutes late. I walked in there and oil over me. I was all happy. You're fine. A week's pay. A week's pay. Seriously? Oh, my God. I looked over at Kenny here and I said, Kenny, is he really going to find me a whole week's pay? He said, yep. And I looked over at John. I said, John, you really going to find me a whole week's pay? Time is money. Money is my time. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, he said. He said, show up later. He said, show up. So take it. He said, oh, with the time is money is my time. Time is money is money my time. Start out earlier. You never know what's gonna happen. So I'm just saying, well, he's right. You know, dang. (laughs) I never show up late again. (laughs) (laughs) Or here's another one on on uh, Billy Joe's tour. Another lesson, okay. The bus call is at three o'clock p.m. Well, here I come. You know, you come walking down at three o'clock. Shoot, the bus gone. Hey, <laughs> 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 you, you, you better go. Get you a cab. <laughs> you don't miss the bus. <laughs> Just saying, young folks, y'all, be on time. Be on time means show up 15, 20 minutes earlier. That's on time. <laughs> so, Billy Joe, what did you yeah. learn? What did you learn from Billy Joe? Oh, my gosh, Billy. Oh, he's like my big brother. <clears throat> I mean, I've been with him the longest. I've been with him for almost now, what, 30 years? I'm a, ooh, I'm showing my age. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, but uh, yeah, he, um, wow, he has taught me about uh, finances, business. Um, you know, uh, professionalism, um, um, you know, showmanship, um, geez, ethics, um, all these things that, um, you don't really think about, um, that play a huge role in, uh, longevity. He taught me about longevity. I'm, t- I'm telling you about the things that I'm telling. I'm getting out of it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, how to be a leader, how to bite your tongue when necessary. You know what I mean. Uh, <clears throat> never bring your problems to work, mm-hmm. uh, especially not on stage. <laughs> Check it at the door. <laughs> Pick it up on the way out. <laughs> um, your problem is not his problem. You know what I mean. That's your problem. You know, uh, you came here to work, guys. When you go to work, you go to work, okay? Um, I mean, I learned so much from him. I'm still learning from him. Those uh, sounds like those sound like life lessons mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when yeah. you think about rock and rollers, who would have thought that they'd be giving sound advice for everybody oh, yeah. to be successful in life? Oh, yeah. I mean, he didn't say it. He didn't have to say anything. He just showed through, through his demonstration the, the way he carried himself. Now, tell us about some of the negative things. I know we kind of uh, talked about something earlier. I don't know if you want to share that. but uh, yeah, Well, some of the negative things, I mean, 
I mean, what's negative? I mean, everything is a lesson. I look at everything negative and positive as, 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 as something good that you can grow from. Um, negative, I mean, it's something that I probably did that I missed, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's not anything towards that individual. Um, it's just something. But not so that, much individuals, just experiences in, in there. Uh, well, people can be cruel, you know. People can be cruel. There's a sexism, you know, when you're the only female, you know, and and if you're the only African American, I'm just gonna put it out there, you know, uh, that happens, and that doesn't necessarily have to be in an all white white male environment. You know, that can happen in your your own community. You know, uh, <laughs> do we gotta do we need to go any further? I mean, but I'm just saying, uh, it, it is what it is. You know, it, we need to work a little bit more as a people on, on tolerance and acceptance of others. Um, I think that we all need to work on that. Um, but um, you know, hey, you know, people are people, and um, you know, some are good and some are bad. Some are rotten. <laughs> so you're a single mother. Yes. There's a lot. We have a lot of <clears throat> listeners that are single mothers. How are you balancing your career with being a single mother? Wow. Wow. Okay. That is getting <laughs> interesting <laughs> daily. <laughs> I know we're always told yeah. we can have it all. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have it all. You can do but this. But you know what? But you know what? My mother was a blessing. You know, oh my goodness, she was there for me. She was my rock. Um, and she passed away a couple of years ago. And you know that that big that big C, you know. <clears throat> and she was oh my goodness, you know, she was my support system. You know, and you can do it with a, a great support system if you have a, a you know if you can get that together. You can do it. Uh, but now that she's gone, um, I still have that support system. Mm-hmm. Okay, because she's instilled a lot in, into me, and I and, you know I know how to handle this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a great family. Uh, her sisters, they have stepped up to the plate. Uh, I have a, a sister cousin, I call her, and and her sister as well. They take turns and they uh, sub out for me, mm-hmm. I mean, for each other. And, you know, they go down to where I live and, you know, assist with me with uh, helping out with my daughter and while I'm away. And, you know, it's tough on me being away um, now that she's at that age, you know what I mean, where we need to, as mothers, you know, be more visible um uh you have to make these tough decisions at times and and that crossroad you come to that crossroad and and then you know at, and there's there's coming there I'm coming up to that crossroad uh soon mm-hmm. where I'm going to have to make a a tough decision so you know what I'm talking about like. yeah <laughs> <laughs> we both have daughters that are a particular age so Thursday uh-huh bluebird that's right what should the audience expect well, well, we're going to hit it from the 60s. We're we going we gonna to funk it out. we funking it out. What's the time, Crystal? The time, 8 o'clock. Okay. 8 o'clock, soul. We're going to hit it with soul and funk. That's where we're going, okay, okay. all the way. And we're going to hit it hard, okay? And we're going to do two 45-minute sets, okay? Mm-hmm. So y'all need to come and uh, be ready, prepared to uh Go full, full, full circle because we are not stopping. We're hitting it hard. So 8 o'clock, come on down. And if you want to come dressed, if you want to come dressed in your favorite era, that's cool too. <laughs> if you want to come in your 60s attire, your 70s attire, your 80s attire, which I would probably bust out my 80s because that's my generation right there. Your 90s, and you probably some of you millennials bust out some of that too. That we are ta- we're taking it all. So I come see, on I want to see someone bust out in some platforms. I want to see somebody. I want to <laughs> see you come down in your platforms. Too. With my knees, I wouldn't make it out the door. <laughs> now, going back to, to the concert, the students, mm-hmm. uh, when you first got here, I know it was a total change from the road, but their exuberance, their excitement. Yeah. I can only imagine some of the questions they have for you seeing that you've been recently on the road and seeing you, you've performed with. What are the type of questions that they, they truly are wondering about in the business? Uh, how to make it, how to keep the gig. Uh, they ask some really profound questions. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, good questions. Um... Uh, how do I get the gig? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 
those are hard questions to answer, you know, because a lot of it has to do with timing, uh, luck, who you know, your attitude, uh, preparedness, you know, uh, discipline, all of these things, you know, uh, networking, okay, um, <clears throat> your integrity, okay, uh, that's paramount, uh, how you carry yourself, you know, your hygiene, okay, let's talk. <laughs> Okay, you can't come around here smelling like you done rolled up, you know. Uh, you know, you got to come out here, you know, present yourself right. You know, uh, if you want to be in the entertainment industry, then you have to present yourself and look like that image. Otherwise, they're not going to hire you. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So, that's yeah. what I'm telling them. You know, that's real talk. <laughs> I don't care how many notes you can play. <laughs> So are they networking with you and asking you, um, can you, like, ha can I have a talk with Billy Joel? Do you have people come up to you and say? Yes, and I will say you, no. And you say no. Because <laughs> that's not how you do it. <laughs> that's not how it's done. <laughs> uh, can I come up with you like a stranger and come up and say, you know, no. I, I'm just imagining yeah, that people that's say. That's people an invasion say, of somebody's privacy. People say, oh, hey. Yeah, Chris, give me the hook up. You know, how you would know. I look? How would I look going up and say, hey, hey, bringing some stranger to you? Unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> You look at me like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> okay, so tell us about the show. How is your show going to be different from the other shows, and what do you want your legacy to be? I'm sure mm -hmm. every director comes in and they have a legacy that they want to leave with IU Soul Review. So what's Mine your show going to be Mine is about evolution of the soul. Okay. Yeah, evolution of the soul. I, I want to... <clears throat> Okay, bring about, okay, where did we come from, okay, and where are we going, okay, where did I come from, I came from here, okay, and I have gone, and I'm going here, okay, I can't, I started with the soul review, okay, and, and I have gone on, and I'm going here, okay, and I've done things with, with the industry, and I'm still moving on, okay, <laughs> and I'm doing production work now, and I'm writing for Scholastic Books, and I'm doing all these other things in Nashville, <laughs> okay, and I'm a studio singer, and I do all kinds of things, and I'm still moving. It, it's going to continue to move like a flowing, uh, a river flowing of, of water. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about, okay? That is what I want to leave. <clears throat> I want the students to, to, to feel like, okay, just because you, you've finished your studies here, and you've got your degree, and some of them feel like, okay, now what? Well, you keep moving. You keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? You keep the water flowing, okay? And then if you get stuck, you know, you dust yourself off and you get up and you keep moving. It's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get up and you keep moving. That's what me, that's what matters to me. That's the, that's what I want to leave an imprint on. It's like, it's like it's not how many times you fall and, and get knocked down. It's how many times you get up and you just keep moving. You just keep pushing. That's what I want to leave, you know? Okay. Yeah. Now, do a lot of the... Uh, all performers come back to talk to the students? Is there any uh, intermingling with throughout the years? Well, I want to bring some of the uh, old uh, expression of Ebony's. I want to bring some of them back. They're all on board. I already talked to them. They're like, oh, yes, oh, yes, okay. I want to come back and do a reunion, you know. Um, they're all down with that, you know. Uh, I talked to Georgia Jones. I talked to Donna. Mm -hmm. I talked to all. You know, Donna Taylor's mm -hmm. doing excellent work. They're all, they're all doing excellent work. Yeah. And Pat, you know, uh -huh. they're all like down with it, you know. And um, I was trying to get them for this concert here, mm -hmm. but it was just got to, you know, too busy. Too much, yeah. Busy. And um, but you know, you know, I have big plans to, you know, just bring some of the old cats back so they can mentor these people, these kids, you know. And, you know, because we learned so much from Dr. Mumford and, you know, under their leadership that uh, I feel that there's a lot of it's missing uh, uh, in today's kids, uh, students today. And they need this, I think. They need that nurturing that we got, you know, and that little hot house with no air conditioning. <laughs> I'm going to show my cockroaches running, The cockroaches okay. running around. <laughs> but we were happy in the mug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show my age a little bit. Go ahead. As, as I've gone through the genre of music from the 50s, and 60s, yeah. and 70s, 80s, yeah. and now we've hit a lot of this oh, you, the hip-hop okay, okay, really hip genre. Your age, yeah. okay. and I like hip-hop. Okay, now that, that's what I was, I was going to get to. And okay. As I listen to some of the songs that you're going to be singing Thursday yeah. and yeah. at the other reunion from back in the 60s and the 70s, yeah. can you see in the year 2035 or 2040, 
a reunion where they're going to be out there at 60 years old singing these hip-hop no. songs? No. They're going to be embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, but see, that's turning. That's turning because, you know, they're, you know, I mean, look at Jay-Z and look at all of them. They're, 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 the lyrics are not, you know, they're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're going, they made, that, they made that quick money and they said, I think we made a mistake. I don't know. <laughs> we got babies now. Women. <laughs> Beyonce, hold up. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear you say that. I, really I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I'm telling you, man, because I, I mean, I listened to my, I said, oh, my goodness. I was listening to my daughter's music. You know, I was just kind of peeping in a little bit, you know. And I said, oh, no. I, I started getting scared. I said, oh, my goodness. This is horrible music. This and now, is do, horrible. Now, that's the other thing. Do you consider it music? It's, I think it's I think it's horrible. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, the content, the lyric content is horrible. I mean, it's degrading. <laughs> females and you know it's uh, no I don't think it's good lyric at all there have been a lot of directors before you and I've been down here for a few years and I go see soul review and it seems like everybody has a different style Mm -hmm. what's your style Crystal I I appreciate all styles of music I don't necessarily like all styles of music but I appreciate all styles of music um so i like to incorporate as much as i can if it means i have to leave the lyric out i will but i will incorporate as much of the music as i can okay um because it is a part of our culture i know that uh there's a couple concerts coming up do the so do they the Soul Review perform at other times. How, when, and where do they perform in order to get their, you know, the skills right and tight? Mm-hmm. Uh, how much does it cost if someone wanted to hire the Soul Review mm-hmm. for a performance? What about <clears throat> those type of things? Well, we have to go take that through Dr. Sykes because it has to go through a, a process through the university. Um, uh, so I couldn't really expound on that, but they're, uh, they have different fees for different. Um, engagements uh, so you have to go through Dr. Sykes on that but we are I am taking the uh, students to uh, Nashville uh, we're going to perform outside of Indiana which is neat okay neato and uh, which is um, Nashville is a big music town and the students are excited about that we're right down in the heart of Nashville so it's going to be busybody down there uh, and it's going to be packed down there so we're going to have a full house and the following day <clears throat> excuse me we're going to go into the studio at a, a, a top 10 studio, okay? And we're going to record, reenact the Funk Brothers, okay? Yes, we're going to do it old school. <laughs> yeah, right. And But here's a twist on it. We're going to uh, infuse some uh, um, uh, modern-day elements into it as well. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Now so. we're gonna be able to. Are we gonna be able to hear this music? I hope so. We're right. recording it. Yes. Recording it. Yeah, yes. gonna sell we're it. Recording it. I don't know what they're gonna reason. do with what Doctor Sykes gonna right. do with, but that is the assignment. Now, question: <clears throat> You mentioned your experiences on the road with being on time, professionalism, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. On this road trip, mm-hmm. are there gonna be similar rules for the performers? Uh, time-wise, et cetera, and what kind of penalties? Because obviously they're students, so they well, can't get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, the down the downbeat for the uh, session is 9 o'clock, so, yeah. Down yeah, be there before there. Yeah, <laughs> downbeats at 9 o'clock. They got to get up at 7. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you know, downbeats at 9, because that's how the studio works. That's how everybody works in Nashville. Okay. Everyone works at 9 o'clock. Downbeats at 9, folks. <laughs> that's how they get paid. If you want to get paid, downbeat's at 9 o'clock, now, not explain, 9.30. explain downbeat to our listeners. Okay, downbeat means the session starts at 9 o'clock. The clock starts ticking. The dollars start happening at 9 o'clock. Don't be walking in. If you want to get paid. Have your, have your yeah. instrument tuned. Yeah, yeah. Be- no, you have your, your instrument should be tuned and ready to go before 9 o'clock. Okay, downbeat means we start to tape whatever, the computer rolling at 9 o'clock. Okay? Yeah. Otherwise, you may get fired. <laughs> okay, you've been in Bloomington now for how many months? Can you do you see a contrast or anything different from when we were back here in 1980? 
Ooh, yeah, a lot what do you, of what buildings. Do you like? <laughs> <laughs> lots of buildings. Buildings. What, what do you like or dislike? Restaurants. restaurants um, How do you feel about Bloomington now? As a, as a, as a mature, grown-up woman, you know, it's, it's different than we were, we were more connected. I think we were more connected. We, uh, I think we were more connected then. Um, uh, I think social media has a, something to do with that. Maybe, yeah. They, they, I mean, yeah. It's a lot of texting going on here. Um, we had to actually talk. To yeah, people. we actually yes. did have interact. to communicate. Yeah, we interact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in our last few minutes, would you just tell our audience about the upcoming season, mm. your goals, what you're looking forward to, and what may be next for Crystal? Wow. I am looking forward to this spring concert. Okay, I'm really looking forward to the spring concert. The students have are really been working hard, and um, you know, I you know, I'm just elated, you know, at, at what's going on here. And what I'm looking forward to next is, hopefully, possibly, if I'm going to continue to be here next semester, we'll see. And I'm looking forward to that. And also, um, I'm looking forward to. Um, I don't know, um, going back out on the road, touring again. Now that you're back in Bloomington, any collaborations <laughs> with uh, John Mellencamp in the future? Ha! I just saw him, what, about a month ago? He came out and sat in with us Well, on stage. He did a couple numbers with us. Said hello. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, my God. Directing, directing this premiere ensemble is—is is that right? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Right here, down here. Okay, sorry guys. Our thanks to Crystal Talaferro, director of Indiana U- University Soul Review, which is a performing ensemble within the African American Arts Institute. Remember, you can catch the review at two upcoming events. The first is at 8 p.m. this Thursday at um, the Bluebird on the 21st, and also on Saturday the 22nd is their spring concert that will be held at 8 p.m. at the Berkshire Chumley Theater. We'll have more details for you in our calendar segment later in the show. Bring It On has an open submission policy. So if you have an idea for this program, let's hear it. Send an email to our volunteer staff. The address is bringiton at wfhb.org. We want to make sure we share everything and anything affecting the African-American community with our listening audience in Bloomington and beyond. The email address, once again, is bringiton at wfhb.org. Support for WFHB comes from Juanita's Restaurant, located at 620 West Kirkwood. Juanita's Restaurant is a family-owned and operated business that brings Mexican cuisine to Bloomington. Catering service is also available. More at 812-339-2340 or online at juanitas.com. Yeah. Hey. 
just a good life right across the screen here. And each generation changing it from far. But we keep no chance on our appetite. Paper and Fire by John Mellencamp. In a 1989 interview with the BBC, Mellencamp said, Paper and Fire deals with a lot of biblical things. Paper and Fire, in fact, is hell and is is referred to in the Bible as hell. A man will be cast into paper, into fire. It's in there, believe me, it's in there. That's where that term came from. The line, we keep no check on our appetites. From the song's final verse was cited in the 1963 movie HUD, which is one of Mellencamp's favorite movies and has inspired many of his songs. Crystal Talaferro performs in this song along with Mellencamp. This is Bring It On, the People's Forum for Black Culture in South Central Indiana and beyond. Are you a tweeter? You're invited to follow the WFHB News Twitter account. This is a great way to get breaking news and updates on what's going on behind the scenes and on the air with WFHB News. Go to Twitter.com and search for WFHB News. Or you can always visit WFHB News website at WFHB.org slash news. Bring It On is Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African-American community. Here on WFHB 91.3 FM and live on the web at WFHB.org. It's time now to give you the latest perspective on the people, news, and issues affecting the black community. For Bring It On, I'm Leela Randall. And I'm Cornelius Wright. Hey, Cornelius. What are we going to start with? Well, there you go. Okay. You going to start? Go ahead, ladies first. Okay. Um, let see. SNL star Michael Chi doesn't back away from Boston, Boston racism. Um, Saturday Night Live star Michael Chi, I think he's the one that does the news segment, is not backing away from the comments he made about Boston when he called it the most racist city he has ever visited. The Boston Globe reports that the co-anchor of Weekend Update told a Boston University crowd Thursday about how he received angry messages on social media after he made the comment on SNL the night before the Super Bowl. He responded to one woman by urging her to talk to your closest black friend and ask them to explain it to you. He says the woman responded by answering, touche. Chi, who often jokes about President Donald Trump on the NBC show, told the audience he never apologizes for language or controversial statements because he's just trying to be more presidential. Mm. The black congressional members urged for the FBI to help find missing black girls. D.C. Representative Eleanor Holmes Norton and the CBC Chairman Cedric Richmond called the FBI to help investigate the cases of missing black children. While there are currently more than 64,000 black women missing in the United States, Natalie Wilson, the co-founder of the Black and Missing Foundation, and Avis Jones DeWeaver joined Roland Martin Thursday on News One Now to discuss their efforts. The News One staff reports that African-American congressional members are calling on the FBI to assist with investigations surrounding missing children in the District of Columbia. According to NBC News Los Angeles, Congressional Black Caucus Chairman Cedric Richmond and D.C. Representative Eleanor Holmes Norton issued a letter to FBI Director James Comey and Attorney Attorney General Jeff Sessions asking them for resources to address the missing persons cases. The letter dated Tuesday and obtained Thursday by the Associated Press was sent by Congressional Black Caucus Chairman Cedric Richmond, a Democrat in Louisiana, and Delaware Eleanor Holmes Norton, who represents a district in Congress. 
They called an Attorney General Jeff Sessions and FBI Director James Comey to devote their resources necessary to determine whether these developments are an anomaly or whether they are indicative of an underlying trend that must be addressed. An email sent to the Justice Department seeking comment was not immediately answered Thursday. Richmond said he hopes to meet with Sessions and bring up the issue. No meeting is currently scheduled, but President Donald Trump assured caucus members on Wednesday that he would make his cabinet secretaries available to them. D.C. police officials said there's been no increase in the number of missing persons in their jurisdiction. We've just been posting them on social media more often, said Metropolitan Police spokesman Rachel Reed. The letter comes after there's been a lack of mainstream media attention related to black and Latino missing, girls missing from the District of Columbia. You know, the FBI just recently found two missing Tom Brady jerseys that were stolen from the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, maybe if they could put a little bit of that same attention to finding some of these missing black girls, uh, something would happen. I didn't know they had the FBI looking for his jersey. They so just that's, found him in Mexico. I know they just found him, but I didn't know they had actually put FBI yep. resources toward that jersey. Yes, okay. they did. That is a shame. I, I you know, I, I think that with all the noise, we, we don't hear about the real stories. Indeed. And um, that one needs to be really looked at closely. Meeting set regarding Emmett Till unsolved civil rights crimes bill. Deborah Watts, cousin of Emmett Till and co-founder of the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation, has confirmed she plans to meet with U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Alvin Sykes of the Emmett Till Justice Campaign this Tuesday, March 28th in Washington, D.C. Have you heard that they have like a, um, a museum? For Emmett Till Museum. Have you heard of that? I have not. Yeah, I, you know, that's a really sad story. I don't really, I think the jet picture said it all. I'm not really sure how much more I need to see about it. It's, just, it's, it's a really sad story, but okay, here we go. Till is a 14-year-old boy who in 1955 traveled from Chicago to Money, Mississippi and was killed for whistling at a white woman. Watts and the DLG are expected to discuss the implementation of the Emmett Till Unsolved Civil Rights Crimes Bill, also known as Till Bill 2 at the Department of Justice. The Emmett Till Unsolved Civil Rights Crimes Reauthorization Act represents a critical opportunity to right these wrongs committed primarily against African Americans, but also against people of diverse backgrounds. In some cases, individuals still remain who were witnesses to these crimes or who can help provide evidence regarding these incidents. This bill reauthorizes and updates the original legislation that was signed into law in 2008. It seeks to respond to the concerns of victims' family members and strengthens collaboration between the Justice, Justice Department, the FBI, state and local law enforcement, and advocates to pursue these cold cases. There is a collective goal to seek the truth about this long-standing tragedies and hold the per perpetrators and orchestrators of these atrocities accountable. This reauthorization also seeks to respond to the concerns of advocates regarding the implementation of the original legislation. I'll tell you an interesting story. If Emmett Till was alive today, he would be younger than Morgan Freeman Jr. Just an interesting fact. It wasn't that long ago. Okay. Slater, who has been with the network for almost 20 years, reportedly made racist comments to fellow employees. Fox News has fired Comptroller Judy Slater after the network's internal investigation over racist comments she's made to colleagues. Slater was accused of making offensive comments to African-American employees at Fox News, which were brought to the attention of management, who then launched an investigation into her behavior. We take any complaint of this nature very seriously and took the appropriate action in investigating and firing Ms. Slater within two weeks of this being brought to our attention, said a Fox News representative. There is no place for abhorrent behavior like this at Fox News. Slater had been with the network for almost 20 years. The network is no stranger to such internal investigations, with lawsuits in the last year from Andrea Tantaros, Gretchen Carlson, and more employees sparking an investigation into the conduct of former CEO Roger Ailes. The sexual harassment accusations eventually led to his resigning from the post at the network. Okay, let's, let's end on a positive note. Okay? Indeed. Six-year-old Chicago girl skips birthday party to feed the homeless. How sweet is that? Family fed more than 125 people after having spent $300 on chicken, fish, and spaghetti, water, and more foods. That's all it took to, to feed 125 people. 
um, Clarissa Hamlin reports that one Chicago kindergartner wanted to feed the homeless instead of throwing a birthday party. <clears throat> Armani Cruz, who turned six earlier this month, had been begging her parents for a few months to feed homeless people in her community, but her parents thought she was just joking. Her mother, Artiza Cruz, told ABC, I said, okay, we'll make them some sandwiches, to which Armani said, no, I want the same thing we'd have at my party, her mother recalled. Even when her father, Antoine, informed her that if she wanted to go through with this, she wouldn't get a birthday gift. The girl whose birthday was on March 5th persisted. So the Chicago family spent about $300 buying food to deliver to homeless people in the city's East Garfield Park neighborhood. They purchased chicken, probably from Harold's, um, fish, (laughs) (laughs) spaghetti, corn, greens, mashed potatoes, roll, cake, cookies, fruit, and water. Armani's birthday party was a success, with the family feeding more than 125 people who gathered. In a statement, the kindergarten student told ABC News, it was nice to be nice. After Armani mentioned her plan at the family local church, congregation members donated other items to create care packages for the homeless. Each care package included a toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, hand sanitizer, and a snack such as a granola bar. The family fed more than 125 people with plans to host more food drives. What an amazing young lady. That is such a sweet little girl. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. That's really sweet. Okay, so where are we at now? Here I go again. That was a look at African-American headline. What would I do without you, Cornelius? News from around the world for this week. Tune in again next week for the latest news on and for the African-American community. We want to know what you think of current black issues. Send your comments to Bring It On at WFHB.org. For Bring It On, I'm Leela Randall. And I'm Cornelius Wright. You're listening to Bring It On, Indiana's only public affairs program dedicated to the African-American community here on WFHB 91.3 FM on your radio and live on the web at WFHB.org.
just heard Jamaican Funk. This song was a 1980 single by jazz trumpeteer Tom Brown. The single, a memoir of the neighborhood in New York City boroughs of Queens where Brown was born and raised. Brown got the idea for the song while he was at his parents' home. Tony Smith, who also helped compose the song, provided the vocals for the singles. The song hit number one in the U.S. Rhythm and Blues chart for a month and peaked at number nine in the dance chart and made the top ten on the U.K. singles chart. It makes me dance every time I hear it. It's now time to bring you the events of interest in the black community. For Bring It On, I'm Cornelius Wright. And I'm Leela Randall. Okay, first thing, Crystal Talaferro was here, and we want to let you guys know about the African American Art Institute Presents IU Soul Review Spring Concert. So that will be Saturday, April 22nd, 2017 at 8 p.m. That's sharp, guys, and that's not 8.01, so you need to get there early. She's going to be time. starting on time. What does she call that, the drop time? The drop time. The drop time. <laughs> so they're going to they're gonna be on the beat at 8 o'clock, so don't, there's no slow time, people. Be there at 8 o'clock. At the Berkshire Chumbly Theater at 114 East Kirkwood Avenue. That's here in Bloomington. The zip code is 47408. Patrons purchasing a student ticket will need to show their student ID at the door. From classic tunes like Wade in the Water to the 2016 hit 24K Magic, come listen, groove, and dance to the soulful sounds of the IU Soul Review. The IU Soul Review Spring Concert showcases the brilliance, resiliency, joy, and creativity of African Americans through music from the late 1800s to the present day, the evolution of soul. The IU Soul Review, America's first and finest collegiate popular music ensemble, is one of three ensembles in the African American American Arts Institute. For more than 40 years, the Soul Review has wowed its audiences with dynamic performances of timeless R&B, soul, funk, and contemporary black popular music styles delivered by its commanding ensemble, powerful horn, line, and tight rhythm section. This event is general admission and will run for two hours. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. Also, the IU Soul Review, to get a preview, um, will be at the Bluebird on March 30th at 8 p.m. She said there'll, there'll be two sets, one each 45 minutes. And like I said, drop time is at 8, so be there. So that's on 216 North Walnut Street. And the event is for only you 21 overs, 21 years and over, and the tickets are just $10. All right. And an unveiling of a State of Indiana historical marker commemorating the historic achievements of William Bill Garrett will take place on Saturday, April 8th at 11 a.m. on the grounds of the IU School of Public Health Building, <coughs> excuse me, which is located at 1025 East 7th Street, and that's on the corner of 7th Street and North Forest Avenue. Uh, parking will be available at the Indiana Memorial Union parking lot. Uh, IU Bloomington Provost Lauren Robel cordially invites you to attend an event in honor of the legendary Bill Garrett. Bill Garrett was Indiana's Mr. Basketball in 1947. He was the first African-American player on IU's basketball team, and he played from 1947 to 1951. In 1951, he was named an All-American. He coached the Christmas Addicts High School basketball team to the state championship in 1955, and the only Mr. Basketball to win state championships as a player and a coach. Wow. Okay, the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Birthday Celebration Commission, Remembering the Legacy, MLK Remembrance, an evening of activities, games, and reading. That will be on Tuesday, April 4th from 6 to 7.30 at the Banneker Community Center. The MLK Commission is hosting a new event this year, an MLK Remembrance event to honor and remember Martin Luther King Jr. The event will consist of activities, games, and readings for children of all ages and their families. In remembrance of Dr. Martin Luther King, commissioners and community volunteers will be present to read stories to children and their families about Dr. King and other African-American and civil rights era role models. We will utilize resources from the Banneker Center and Evans Porter Memorial Library. Participants can help construct a timeline of major events in the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights era. Families will co-create their timeline in the context of events taking place in the 50s, 60s, and beyond. More fun and creativity can be had in a room dedicated to arts and crafts. Dr. King's life can teach so many lessons, and the lesson that one person can make 
a difference is what this is all about. Indiana University group students will help lead children and their families in messages with meaning and beauty. Besides refreshments, there will be a proclamation that Elm Street between 7th and 8th Street next to the Banneker Community Center will be there for the evening named Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Street. For more information, co- contact Michael Sherams at MLK at Bloomington.in.gov or area code 812-349-3471. That's nice. If you have an event or happening the African-American community should know about, please send the info directly to the Bring It On staff. Or if you want additional information about a calendar item that you've heard tonight, contact us at bringiton at wfhb.org. Our thanks to Crystal Taliaferro, director of the Indiana University Soul Review, which is is a performing ensemble within the African-American Arts Institute. Remember, you can catch the review at two upcoming events. The first is 8 p.m. this Thursday, and it's at uh, the Bluebird. It's for 21 years old and older. And also Saturday, April 22nd, at their spring concert that will be held at 8 p.m. at the Buzzkirk Chumley Theater. We'll have more details for you in our calendar segment later in the show. Our show's executive producer is Clarence Boone, with help from WFHB News Director, Department Director Joe Crawford. Our news editor is Michael Nolan. Our board engineer team consists of Jim Thrasher and Floyd Hobson. Our original theme music was created by Jamil Effiam with additional background tracks by David Baker. For WFHB, I'm Leela Ray. And I'm Cornelius Wright. Be sure to tune in next Monday, April 3rd at 6 p.m. for another edition of Bring It On, right here on your community radio station, WFHB. You've been listening to Bring It On, a volunteer-powered production of Community Radio WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana. Bring It On is your forum for open dialogue on the people, issues, and events affecting the African-American community in South Central Indiana and beyond. Send your comments, suggestions, and story ideas directly to the Bring It On staff. The email address is bringit at wfhb.org. That's bringit at wfhb.org.